Emma May Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Oh my goodness. Hello, sweet people, beloved people, cherished people. You are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared beforehand so that you may walk in them. He loves you so much that he sent his one and only son to come and die for you and rise again from the grave so that if you believe in him you shall never perish but have eternal life be filled with complete joy and have peace that just doesn't make sense according to the world that we live in. You are fearfully and wonderfully made Have you heard these things? My sweet friends, welcome to the Have You Heard podcast. My name is Emma Mae Jenkins, and I'm so thankful to have you here. I'm so thankful that you are who you are. Praise God that you are living another day and that I get to talk with you. Man, I'm super pumped about today. So without further ado, faith comes by hearing. So grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Okay, so fun story. A couple days ago, I was driving my car with my future aunt-in-law, but I just call her my Aunt Christy, and we were driving to go get um, a plant and a pot for my new room. My new plant, her name is Penelope, Penny for short, and when she's sad and her leaves are droopy, we call her Lopey. But hopefully, we never have to call her Lopey. As long as I continue to remember to water her. <laughs> but all those details aside, we were driving to go get all the things for Penelope. And I was driving in the left lane and I thought that I was driving the speed limit, but I kept having people pass me. Like they were driving behind me and they would get into the right lane, speed up and get back into the left lane ahead of me. And I thought that it was just really interesting because as cars were passing by, My first thought, my first assumption was that I was doing something wrong. My first assumption was that, oh no, they're they're doing it right and I'm going too slow. And I think it's really interesting how often do we look to the right and to the left and see others going in a different, maybe even faster pace than us And we feel as though we're wrong because we don't look like them. We don't talk like them. We don't think like them. We're not going as fast as them. We're not doing as many things as them. Friend, (laughs) oh snap. That literally, that thought crossed my mind as these cars were driving past me and I looked at the speed limit and checked like in my car if I was going that that speed and I was and I just thought it was so crazy that my first thought was oh no like I need to speed up I'm not doing something enough I'm going too slow everyone around me they're levels ahead of me they're doing so great and I am behind I need to catch up they're right I'm wrong and I just was overwhelmed by the fact that that was my first thought how often do we look to the right and to the left and see others going a different maybe even faster pace than us 
and we feel as though we're in the wrong because we don't look like them. We feel like we should be doing more. We should be producing more. We should know more. But this is all coming from a place of thinking that we should be where everyone else is. Rather, oh friends, rather than being where God, wherever he is guiding us to be. I want to offer this question to you to think on and take to your quiet time with the Lord and ask yourself, do you see others as your standard of what is good, what is productive, what is correct, or do you look at Christ as your standard? I think that it's so powerful to know the difference between learning from people and comparing yourself to people. Because I know sometimes I will compare in different ways. I've compared my relationship with Josh to other couples. Like if other couples were doing things that me and Josh weren't doing. Or if other couples had routines that me and Josh didn't have. I sometimes would feel like, oh no, we need to implement that into our relationship. Or, oh no, like we're doing something wrong. We need to strive more because we're behind. We're not doing it right. I've even compared myself in a spiritual aspect to other people. Like if I've seen other people um, just being so kind or being intentional to seek out people to love or fill in the blank, I will find myself feeling like, oh no, I need to pick it up. It's from a place of striving, from a place of feeling as though I am less than, which in the spiritual concept, that's actually kind of crazy because I'm comparing the same spirit. And I'll explain what I mean by that. As believers in Christ, we are children of God. We are the bride of Christ filled with the Holy Spirit. And so when I'm seeing my brothers and sisters walk in the Spirit and I become jealous or I become insecure because I see them walking in love and joy and peace and kindness and I then feel like I'm not enough or I need to strive to be ahead of them or I need to strive to be as good as them, I'm literally comparing the same spirit that's in them, that's in me. The same spirit of kindness and joy and love that is living in them, that's the same spirit living in me. And no matter what situation you find yourself comparing, I encourage you, instead of comparing, take a step back and praise the Lord for the goodness that you're seeing in that couple. Or praise the Lord for the goodness that you're seeing in that person's life. Praise the Lord for how you are admiring the way that that person is living. Or you're admiring the beauty in that relationship that you're seeing. I challenge you to have a heart that seeks to learn from people rather than comparing your life to other people. I'm going to say that one more time. I challenge you to seek to learn from people rather than comparing your walk with God or comparing your relationships or comparing your season to that of other people. Because I believe that whenever we walk with a spirit of comparison, we miss opportunities to celebrate the lives of others. We miss opportunities to encourage people in the goodness that they're walking in. We miss opportunities to affirm people where they may need to be affirmed. And we miss opportunities to learn from people. So like if I'm seeing another couple and they're doing something that I really admire, I think, huh, 
how can I learn from them? How can I grow by, by observing the way that they love one another or by observing the way that they seek God together rather than seeing it in a way of, oh no, I'm behind. I need to be where they are because if I'm not, then I'm not enough. Or if I'm seeing someone and they're so devoted in their walk with the Lord, rather than having a spirit of comparison, how can I not only encourage them and spur them on because I want them to become all who God has called them to be, as well as how can I learn from them? How can I observe the way that they love people? How can I witness the way that they're kind, the way that they're slow to speak, the way that they're quick to pray, the way that they have their head on a swivel seeking who needs to have some kindness today and they're quick to give it? How can I learn from them, seek wisdom from them, be sharpened by them? I don't know about you, but I really like that option rather than living in comparison, feeling as though I'm never enough and therefore becoming bitter and resentful to those who I'm comparing myself to. It's a dangerous place to be. And so I just, I encourage you to learn from people rather than comparing yourself to people. When you see something to compare, see it as something to encourage in that person instead. Going back to the question of, do you see others as your standard of good, productive, correct, or do you look at Christ as your standard? That's another point that I really want to draw out. As I was driving down the road and people were passing me by, they were actually going around me. My first thought was, I'm doing something wrong. I'm behind. They must be right. My standard of what was right was the people around me. Friend, I love how in Ephesians 2.10, I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but Paul reminds us that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared beforehand in advance so that we should walk in them. God has specific plans for your life. He has given you specific gifts. He has entrusted you with beautiful strengths and knit qualities within you that are so intentional beforehand so that you could walk in them for his glory. And so whenever you're comparing the race that you're running, the strengths that God has given you, the pace at which God has called you to run in this season to those around you, Not only do you miss opportunities to encourage people to learn from people who are around you, but you miss the original and intimate road that the Lord has called you to run down with him. As believers, we are all one body in Christ, but we are different parts of the body. And so if I were to compare, if I were to be a pinky toe and you were to be an ear, And I was constantly comparing myself to you thinking, why can't I hear? Why can't I be the place where someone like tucks their hair behind? Why can't I be right there by their beautiful eyes? Why do I have to be down here on the floor? (laughs) Well, then I miss out on the beautiful fact that the pinky toe helps me stay balanced. The pinky toe is really, really fun to, that little pinky toenail is so much fun to paint. I think it's so cute. Like, you see what I mean? Not only do I miss out on complimenting the ear and all of the good qualities about it, but I also miss out on the very important function and purpose for which the Lord has called me to walk out. 
It's just powerful whenever you are running the race God has set before you with endurance and learning from people beside you rather than comparing yourself to people beside you, understanding that we're all originals. And that leads me to in Hebrews 12, So starting in verse 1, the author says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You notice that we are called, we are championed on to run the race that has been set before us, like laying aside all the weight and sin that entangles us. And how do we do this? We look to Jesus because Jesus is our standard. As it says, he is the founder, the author, the perfecter of our faith. And so how can I live the life that God has called me to live by the power of his spirit, following the example of his son, whenever people are my standard of what I'm called to be doing? Again, do you see others as your standard of what is good, productive, correct, Or do you look at Christ, the founder, the author, the perfecter of your faith, who is the very one who called you to run the race, who is the very one who prepared in advance good works for you to walk in, who is the very one who made you in his image, gave you specific strengths, and called you for a specific purpose. We look to him because he is our standard. listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. The definition of compare is to estimate, measure, or note the sum or dimension between something. And so if I am estimating, measuring, or or noting the dimension between whether or not I'm doing the right thing, Do I want to let the place by which I measure be to people who all of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory? People are fickle. (laughs) Or do I look to the author and perfecter of my faith? Do I look to the one who made me? Do I look to the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever? Do I look to the one who is perfect and holy and good as my reference to the life that I'm living as my standard, as the place to which I go to note whether or not I'm in the right. You see what I'm saying? It's so good. Proverbs 4, 25 through 27, we know Solomon. He says, let your eyes look directly forward. But then in Isaiah 30, 21, Isaiah says, whether I turn to the right or to the left, I will do so. Why? Because I hear the voice of the Lord saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whether I turn to the right or to the left, if I change my pace or if I change my direction, may it be because the Lord led me there, not because I let the pace at which people around me were going determine whether or not I change my pace. Because if people are my standard, if I am fearing the approval of people, 
If I am letting people determine whether or not what I'm doing is right or wrong, then it is going to be a hot mess and I am going to be in deep trouble. But may the reason I change my direction, may the reason I change my pace, or may the reason I keep on going steady as the pace I'm going, it may it all be because the Lord is leading me there. Psalm 118.8 We read that it is better to take refuge in God than to trust in man. So I'm going to learn from people. (laughs) I'm going to encourage people. I'm going to be sharpened by people, seek wisdom from people. I'm going to spur people on in truth and in grace. But I'm not going to fear the opinion of man. And I am not going to allow people and the actions of people and the thoughts of people determine whether or not what I'm doing is correct. Be the place from which I determine my motive to what I do. It is better to take refuge in God. Let God be your standard. Let God be your guide. Let God be the level ground upon which you stand rather than letting the fickleness of people determine where you go. First John 4.18 says that there is no fear in love for perfect love casts out all fear. Earlier, we were talking about learning from people, loving people, rather than comparing ourselves to people. Well, I can't fear what people think and be comparing my walk with God and be comparing my walk in life to the lives of other people and love them at the same time. I cannot fear people and love them at the same time. So I am going to rest in the Lord, take refuge in the Lord, fear the Lord, be in complete reverence to who he is, be at his feet, look to him who is the author and perfecter and founder of my faith. And therefore that love that comes from the father will compel me to love people around me as I do not lose this confident trust I have in the Lord because I know it will be richly rewarded as his grace sustains me to run the race that he has called me to run. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart. My yoke is easy and my burden, it is light. Friends, whenever we are running the race that's been set before us and we're constantly letting people set the standard and we're constantly comparing our lives to the lives of other people, there's no rest in that. There's just insecurity, there's pride, there's striving filling that race that we're running. It's filling our mind. It's filling our soul. And that's not how God intended for us to run. That's why we read in Hebrews 12, like, let us lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely. Let's lay aside that insecurity, that pride, that comparing spirit by the power of this Holy Spirit so that we may experience the easy yoke and the light burden the rest that God intends for us to run with. Exodus thirty three fourteen. God says to Moses, I will personally go with you, he says, and I will give you rest. Hmm. Psalm 23, David, he, he says, the Lord is my, he is my shepherd. In him, I lack no good thing. He leads me beside still and quiet waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures. 
He restores my soul. He guides me along the right path for the honor of his name. He is a God who wants to provide rest for us. He is the God of all comfort. But get this, he comforts us as we run our race so that we can comfort others. He comforts me, sustains me, gives rest to my soul as I run the race he's called me to run. Not only for me, so that I may be a vessel of that comfort and that grace that is sustaining to those around me. So I may love and learn from and champion on those who are around me running the race that they have been called to run by the Lord, all for the glory of his name. Y'all, I love you so much. I pray that this encourages you. This is just very raw um, things that I've been learning. And it's cool how like God just wants to encourage us as we're driving down the road and cars are passing us by and think, huh, why did I just assume that I was wrong because people were going a different pace than me? Y'all, there's always going to be somebody who's going a different pace than you. And if you live your life thinking that you're people around you are your standard of what's right, then you're constantly going to feel like you're in the wrong. Because we're all on different parts of the journey, although we're all on the journey. We're all in different parts of it. We're all in different places in our walk with the Lord. We're all knitted differently with different strengths. And so understand that like where the Lord guides you, that's where you need to be. And when you rest in that truth, then you can champion on others who may be going a different pace because God needs them to go that pace for right now. (laughs) Oh, it's so powerful. Are you learning from people or are you comparing to people? And do you view others as your standard of what is correct? Or do you look to the founder and perfecter of your faith to set the tone? Do you look to him to determine your pace? Do you look to him to determine your direction? It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. He's come to give you rest, and He personally goes with you so that you can also be a vessel of the fruit of that rest and the fruit of that grace and the fruit, all that comes from His Spirit into the lives of those around you. Y'all are incredible. I pray that this just meets you right where you are and that God does what only He can do in your heart and mind as I shared this word with you. But y'all are just so special to me. I love y'all so much and I'm so excited to chat next time. blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. Part of the Converge Podcast Network.